Kenzie. Um, I'm, a, I'm 17 years old and I've been into fitness for just over a year now. I started with fitness uh, because I struggled with an eating disorder for many years and this is a way that I found on Instagram that I could uh, gain weight healthily and I could put on muscle and honestly I just wanted to look like the other girls on Instagram and it became a huge passion of mine. Uh, for most of my life I've always like I've thought of so many careers that I wanted to do uh, and they've all been uh, involving helping people and so I found a way that I could help people through social media, uh, share my workouts, uh, a lot of mental health tips and how I've gotten to where I am today. Uh, so that's kind of been my journey over the last year. I've just been sharing what I've been doing and uh, trying to answer as many messages as I can and really get the message out there that you can work out and you can look good and yet still uh, live a healthy life and not restrict yourself like many girls are doing these days. Uh, so that's kind of the message I've been putting out there and what I've been doing over the last year with my fitness journey. Yeah, so what you, you mentioned eating disorder. Like, what was that like? Um, so I first started struggling with eating disorder when I was very young. I was like 12 or 13 years old. Um, I struggled a lot with, I used to do competitive swimming. And for the sport, most of my teammates were very small. Uh, they were very fit, and I've always been uh, a thicker a thicker girl, and I struggled a lot with this. So I started doing cardio, and I was restricting my calories a ton, and that uh, quickly became a very big mental health problem for me. Uh, I got very severe uh, a couple of years before I started my weightlifting journey. Um, so it's been the weightlifting has helped me a ton, and I'm pretty much fully recovered now because of that. And uh, did, I mean, like, were you glamorized? Was it something that you wanted to do? Like, is that, like, because eating disorders are, I don't know much because I've only seen, like, one movie and, like, a documentary and that's it. So mm -hmm. um, it's it's kind of new to me. I know a few people with that and or had that and then they recovered. Yeah. Um, does it, like, I mean, it was just a year ago or just a couple of years for you. Um, is it, like? kind of in the back of your mind that, you know, because it's glamorized a lot, especially on Instagram. It definitely is. Yeah, it's honestly, these days, it's seen as a good thing. Uh, many people who compete, they'll come out eventually, and they'll say that they they were struggling with an eating disorder while they were competing. And this is kind of the way they they were hiding it. They were doing they were trying to uh, put out there that this is this is what fitness is, you restrict your calories, you do a ton of uh, cardio, you lose a lot of weight and you live super lean, that's kind of, people make it look like it's a healthy thing, and it's really not when it becomes something that takes over your entire life. Like, you can't, you don't even have energy to work out when you are living like that. So, yeah, people make it, especially on social media, people, it's easy to hide the uh, hard parts of it, and people just put out uh, the good parts of it, how it makes you look, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And was that the same for you or was it just you didn't know what was going on with yourself? Uh, yeah, so I honestly did not like I had no idea what was going on. I like I didn't see it as a problem. I didn't see it as being unhealthy, obviously, until I started until I started experiencing the uh, health problems that came with it where I would my body couldn't even fight off a, like an easy cold or anything like that. Like my your body starts to shut down. And it wasn't until then, which was like at least a couple of years into it, where I finally realized that I needed to do something about it or else it would have gotten worse and I would have put myself in a very bad place. So, yeah, it took me it took me a while and it took a very hard time for me in order to uh, turn it around. And because you really have to decide by yourself that you want to recover. It's no, no, I've had people telling me for years that I had a problem and that I needed to fix it, trying to help me. But it wasn't until I accepted it, I want. I decided I wanted to help myself, that things really started to change. Was there like a moment or like a breaking point where you felt like that was when you decided to change? Uh, not exactly. It was sort of in steps. Um, I was at a. It was at the hardest time for like a, a couple months, where I I still didn't. I didn't. I realized what I was doing. I knew I needed to change. But I, I didn't want to. It wasn't worth it for me. It was it was obviously very hard. I went through like six months to a year where I was I was really struggling, where I decided I wanted to weightlift, but still putting on weight was hard for me mentally. 
And obviously weightlifting did help me because I could, I was convincing myself mentally and I could, I, I was making myself more comfortable with the weight gain by saying that I was fueling my body for my workouts. I was working on gaining muscle, which, which was happening with all the food that I was eating. My body was able to, that's how my transformation happened so fast. My body was able to take the extra calories, build my muscle back up because I had lost all of it from uh, the years of restricting myself. So yeah, that's, um, my body just really responded a lot better to the calories. And that's kind of, I just ended up seeing how much better I felt, how much better the people around me would comment and just say how good I was looking. My training was improving. And so that's sort of how it, I just started taking little steps and I would see the benefits and I just kind of kept going from there. And did you decide to do it on your own or was it like, you know, people kind of push you towards changing? Uh, so it was a mainly a decision by myself. I obviously had doctors and my parents and friends around me uh, telling me that I needed to I needed to do something about it, obviously, or else I would have ended up probably in the hospital and not been able to work out and stuff. And that was already something I was very interested in and I wanted to get into that. So I knew that I needed to start eating more. I needed to change in order to actually pursue that passion of mine. So... Uh, getting into weightlifting was definitely the biggest thing for me. And what 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 brought you to weightlifting instead of anything else? Uh, social media, honestly, I would follow uh, big Instagram girls that I still follow these days. That I've it's so cool. I've talked to some of them now, and I've been looking up to them for so long. And they were my biggest inspiration, definitely. Uh, I would just see how strong they were, how they could work out and stuff. And I just I I wanted to be like them. So I started that. Uh, I had no idea that I was going to start my own Instagram. Uh, that wasn't until about last year my friends started telling me that uh, I could inspire a bunch of people with my story. So it wasn't until then that I actually started my own. Uh, but I looked up to a lot of them for many years. And now that you like kind of inspire others, how does that make you feel? Uh, it's amazing. Um, I get so many messages from girls every day sending me their transformation pictures months after I answer their messages. Uh, people think I'm crazy because I spend hours and hours every day answering messages, um, but it means so much to me when I when I spend five minutes answering somebody's message and months later I get like an incredible message back, transformation pictures saying how much healthier they are, how they're recovering. Uh, it brings me to tears sometimes. It makes me, it makes me so happy. Every day I get so many messages uh, from girls and boys uh, just telling me how much I've changed their lives and that's that's anything could ever ask for. And is like all those messages and everything, like how do you get through them all? Uh, I try my best. I honestly, I just, I just, whenever I have free time, I sit down, I'm on my phone answering messages, answering emails, trying to get back to everyone's comments. Uh, it takes me a long time. And I take, like, it takes me a couple weeks to get back to them all, but I try and do my best to answer them. Yeah, okay. And when yeah. when did you decide to, like, start all this? Like, um, I mean, most people don't really want to inspire others or they're just there to, you know, share their experience. Mm-hmm. So, uh Pretty much, as I said before, when I was introducing myself, uh, pretty much for my whole life, I've known I wanted to help people. It makes me happy. That's that's what I like to do. So when I found that I could help others just by sharing my story, giving them tips of how I how I've gotten through it, uh, that just honestly just something that I was that would, I thought about, and I was just like that would make me very very happy uh, to be able to share my story and have just something I went through. Uh, help others because I don't want anyone else to get trapped where I was because it's not a good place and nobody deserves to be there. So I just want to put my story out there, make sure I'm not glamorizing it, make sure I'm sharing the tough times. And when I'm having bad days, I make sure I put it out there to help others and make sure they know they're not alone. So uh, definitely putting out my story, just it makes me happy to be able to help others. Mm -hmm. And where, like, where are you heading from here? forward uh so I haven't pretty much decided what I'm gonna do I when I first started I wanted to compete uh the trainers around me were and all my friends were telling me to compete and they still are I haven't exactly decided whether I'm going to do that if I did I would do it in the next 
year or so just to try it out and then I would figure out what if that's what I want to do from there but I don't see competing uh which is like th this is the most popular thing right now if you're a girl into fitness you compete in bikini that's the thing right now uh but I honestly don't know if it's right for me just because of the eating disorder past obviously you have to do unhealthy things uh train and not in a very healthy way get yourself down to an unhealthy body fat stuff like that where I don't know if that's right for me mentally and it's not something I want to be advertising for other girls because a lot of my followers are struggling with things like that. But uh, so for now, I just want to keep doing what I'm doing now, putting up my story, working on social media, um, hopefully training people in the future, stuff like that. And is when you like help all these people, do you, it, I mean, of course it brings you happiness and everything. Uh, does it ever get exhausting? Or is it just... Uh, it gets... It's more stressful than exhausting. Mm -hmm. um, I am definitely someone... I'm a perfectionist. I expect a lot from myself. So when I can't answer somebody's question properly or I don't have an Instagram post that I want to put up on a certain day, I get very stressed and I get upset with myself that I, that I didn't do what I was supposed to do. So it's more stressful just trying to get it all in with school and everything. Uh, but it's definitely worth it for me for sure. But it is, it's not easy. Social media is a lot more work than people think it is. Uh -huh. And do you take a day off or a couple of days off or is it, or is it like, do you, do you feel that obligation to post because, you know, everyone's watching and waiting kind of, you know? Uh, so at the start, I definitely, I, I would make my, make myself post one or two times a day just because I felt my followers I felt they expected that of me. Um, recently, I've been trying to, like, I take days off. I don't post every single day. Uh, and I've realized that people will still follow me. People still want to see my posts, whether I'm posting every day or not. Um, yeah, like, it's, I'm, tr like, I'm still definitely trying to, like, figure out how I'm, how I'm balancing everything right now. But, uh, yeah, I've been taking a couple days off recently for sure. And do you want to be like a personal trainer or is that something you look towards or? Um, I think, I think that would be something I would do on the side. I don't think that's something I would, that's all I want to do like forever, but, um, that's definitely something I want to do on, a, on the side because I, I love doing that for sure. And how, like, uh, how long, like, I mean, like you're, I mean, you're 17, you're pretty much on top of the game, but do you feel like do you want to do education wise or is there something else that you are interested in? Um, I'm definitely mostly interested in like health and fitness, uh, that, that field. Uh, but there's a lot of things I could go into, into in that field. So I'm, I'm definitely going to, uh, go to school, do something related to fitness. And then, uh, if I could do something involving social media and fitness in the future, I think that would be that would be amazing because that's what I'm uh, mostly interested in. I also very much enjoy the business and uh, marketing side of social media as well as the fitness side uh, of it. And how, like, I mean, I've seen, I've seen some of your posts. They're, like, very inspirational. And I like the kind of, I mean, the, the back and forth transformation kind of things. Or I don't like mm -hmm. to call them transformations, but, like a couple years ago and to now or a couple months ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I can't handle the second ones like where it's like five minutes ago, like 10 minutes ago or yeah, whatever that is. Oh but, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. the reality ones. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It just, it, it feels uh, disingenuous to me. So it's like, uh, it but, does. Yeah. It's just become something that everyone's posting these days. So yeah. But like, uh, you put most of your, your workouts behind music and wh why is that? Uh, honestly, I just, I really enjoy music. <laughs> I, I'm somebody who's always listening to music. Uh, like I, I'm never not listening to music. Uh, it helps, it, it, it inspires me too. Like I can't work out without having music. Uh, it also puts like personality into my videos. It makes them different uh -huh. than everyone else. Uh, like people, I, when I put out my music taste and stuff, it's like relatable. Like people will message me be like, oh, I listen to the same stuff when I'm working out. People, people enjoy doing that. So I put together playlist that people can listen to so they can listen to the same things I do when I'm working out uh stuff like that so yeah I just like it, it makes my videos a little bit different than everyone else okay so who is the best rapper mm, uh, I like Kendrick Lamar I'd say he's my favorite right now 
what really okay yeah i like kendrick <laughs> come on i was gonna say eminem yeah. i was hoping you said eminem eminem's I mean, good too actually yeah i like eminem too yeah i mean he made rap god so there's he, yeah for sure for sure he used to be one of my favorites definitely yeah i mean but there's so much out there and do there you is, yeah. do you like i mean music is so, especially for me it's a, such a like an important part of my life uh mm-hmm. i listen to pretty much everything from johnny cash to of course eminem to mm-hmm. yeah uh you know justin bieber as well i, I mean selena He's gomez <laughs> I mean, yes even though uh you know i love it off but um yeah same is there like a song to you that kind of resonates with you more than anything any other song um I can't think of a specific song. I would say like a genre, like I really like like Afrobeats, dance hall, stuff like that. I feel like that just, um, when I was like, when I first started working out, obviously it was really hard for me to get through my workouts. Uh, I was tired all the time, extremely sore, stuff like that. It wasn't easy at the start for me. And I would find that music would just like, it would pump me up and I still love it today. But that's what I put behind a bunch of my videos, and I just find they're like they're fun, like happy music. Uh, it always makes me happy to listen to. So that's sort of that's what I find is uh, my favorite for sure. And is do you like of course music, but do you listen to music while you work out, or are you more like you know kind of want to be in the zone? I always listen to music. That's what puts me in the zone. Honestly, uh, I used to be able to focus very very well when I work out, but. Now, this is like uh, with my Instagram and stuff, I have people coming up to me in the gym commenting about uh, my Instagram, asking me questions, uh, all these things. So people, people know me in the gym now and I get very, very distracted. And I'm somebody who, when I go into the gym, I don't want to talk to anyone. You could talk to me after. You can even talk to me in between sets. But uh, I need my music just to uh, stay focused and in the zone for sure. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I've tried both ways. It's such mm-hmm. a difficult kind of task because exactly I, can't, yeah. I I remember one time I just you know you forget your headphones or this and that whatever that's and, the worst <laughs> and you go in there and I'm very I listen mostly like if I'm working out I want to listen to a podcast or maybe music or mm-hmm. something I just need to listen to something because I feel like it's so much downtime and yeah you know, for sure and uh I feel like I could learn something or like you know kind of like you know, memorize lyrics. I don't know. I, yeah. Some, some stuff is very There's something to do. Yeah. And like, do you feel that it makes you uh, kind of work out better or perform better when you're. It does. Yeah. So whenever I'm like getting ready for a heavy set or something, last set of uh, squats or something, and it's, I know it's going to be a hard set. I, I search through my phone, find the, the, like the fastest, the best beat and stuff, and I'll put it on and blast it. And that definitely, that definitely gets me through the hard sets, that's for sure. Yeah, but it also, I don't know, it makes me lose focus sometimes. Like, It's like, you know, you're listening to something and then you just don't pay attention to what you're doing sometimes. Do yeah, that. I definitely, yeah, I feel that too. That's definitely, um, usually with cardio, I'm like the opposite. At cardio, I don't listen to music because uh, I like to just think of, think of like what I'm doing, focus. Uh, if I, I find if I listen to music, I start slowing down and I'm not, I'm not putting all my effort into it. So definitely sometimes... Uh, music definitely distracts me and takes away from the effort I'm putting into my workout. Uh, I think it just depends on my mood whether I'm whether I walk into the gym focused and ready to work out or not. And you for cardio, that's strange. I mean, that's... yeah, I can't listen to music when I do cardio, or else I start I start slowing down and I'm slacking on my cardio. <laughs> well, well, you need to put something that pumps you up and makes you want to run faster. Or yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And is that like? I mean, I saw, I think the only, I've only seen a couple clips of yours. So I saw the one where you got hit in the face and I, I couldn't oh, stop laughing. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, that that's happened to me a couple times. Oh, it happens know. to me all the time. I uh, hit myself on everything at the gym. That one, that was the first time that I was filming and I actually caught it on camera and I was, I was like, I have to post this. I was laughing at myself for so long, even though it hurt really bad, but I was like, I have to post this. Like people are... People are going to have a good laugh from this. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was hilarious. And yeah. I, was, I was like, yeah. oh. I was laughing at myself for hours. <laughs> but what, you know, um, like, how do you help someone? Like, is what are the steps for you to help someone? Uh, so if, if, like, if somebody sends me a message asking me questions or? 
Yeah, like is it is okay. it do you give them like a I don't know, cookie cutter type of answer or do you try to personalize it? Uh so especially if somebody messages me and I find that they a lot of people who come to me with with mental health uh struggles or they're, they're struggling with something trying to recover um that's when I definitely personalize the answer um I'll I'll read their question many many times I try and think of their situation I put myself in their shoes try and find what's going to work best for them uh and then I'll give them food suggestions workout suggestions uh mental health recovery suggestions if that's what they need. Uh, I spend a lot of time answering those kind of messages. Uh, if people are just asking for workouts, I will just direct them to my programs. And if they have questions from there, I'll answer questions about my programs. But if somebody comes to me with a very personal question, then I will never send out a cookie cutter answer. I'll always put in the time and uh, give them what they need for sure. And do you reference other stuff or is it mostly whatever you decide? Uh, it's mostly, honestly, give out stuff from my experience, just what I've learned. Um, but like, if it's, if it's something that I, that I haven't gone through, like people will message me trying to lose weight and I don't have experience with that. And that's, that's something like people know that people know I haven't gone through that, but so I can definitely reference, I use other people. I ask trainers around me if I don't, if I don't know something I'll ask around, I'll get somebody to help me with the answer. But most of the stuff, most of the people uh, messaging me about stuff I've gone through, so I'm able to give them answers that come from my personal experience, what's worked for me. Mm -hmm. And through your own experience, do you think that it, it's helping? I mean, it's helping many people. And do you do you find that uh, you get the same questions over and over sometimes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So most of the questions uh, will be the same. They're all, especially when I post my transformation, all the messages are asking how to gain weight, how to build muscle, stuff like that. So it's a bunch of uh, smaller girls trying to build up their strength, uh, stuff like that. So, yeah, most of them are definitely the same messages. Obviously, some of them have little personal twists here and there, uh, and then I'll customize programs, stuff like that for them. But most of them, most of the questions I get will be uh, gaining weight or recovering. Oh, that's, that's, that's great that you're helping so many people because it's like, I, I, you know, not to say that, you know, there's, I don't know, there's always good and bad into social media. So it's, it's nice to see every once in a while that there's a, a good person out there, especially since you answer all your messages. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's honestly, that makes a huge difference. There's so many people that on social media, they don't even answer the comments they get on their pictures. So I think definitely answering messages just helps people a lot for sure. And how do you come up with like other things that you're going to do kind of like either video type of ideas or kind of post ideas. I mean, like, I mean, it, you have to come up with like a, a paragraph or something like all, all every day. That's kind of. Yeah. So honestly, these ideas, I'll be like walking around and things just come to me and I'll type them into my phone. And when I'm going to post the picture later that day, I use the ideas. So I just like constantly have notes going everywhere, like around my house. And I just like, I write them down and I put them into a caption. Like, um, honestly, I, look, I never would be able to write this stuff before what I've gone through. Uh, but those years, honestly, like they inspired me so much. I always have things to, to write about. If I'm having a bad day, I'll write about it. If I'm having a good day, I'll write about it. Like that's, I'm just, I'm honestly very honest in my captions. So it's really easy for me to write. I don't have to make anything up. I'm very truthful in them. So honestly, I just, I just write about how I'm doing the workouts I've done. Uh, so it's, it's nothing too hard for me. It just, it comes to me pretty fast. <laughs> Are you super like organized or I don't know, OCD about things? Is that? Oh yeah, for sure. So again, going back to the perfectionist thing, um, I'm definitely, I plan out all the videos I'm going to film, make sure I plan out the days I'm filming. Like I plan out my Instagram posts. Like if I'm feeling organized that week, like definitely very organized. I like when things, when things are all planned out and go my way for sure. And do you feel like, I mean, oh my gosh, I, like you need, I, I feel like you need to have a podcast because it's like from those captions, it feels like I'm trying to learn about you, but it's very difficult through, through those. Cause I mean, I mean, it's, I kind of want to know more and more about you, but I, it's hard to tell from just pictures and stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah, like, for sure. 
is that something you would ever think about doing? Um, I th- like I think yeah, like I I've I've thought, definitely thought about it, and I've been given that idea by many of my followers. Uh, people want me to make videos so I can uh, vlog more of like my day mm-hmm. and how I'm feeling, and just that way I feel like there's there's no other way to be like truthful right? like other than just uh-huh. filming filming my day and stuff. So I feel like that would uh, be the best way, honestly, to for people to like, get to know me and put out more of what I'm what more of what I'm doing every day and uh, how I go about uh, the lifestyle and stuff like that. Yeah, because it's it, like all I get from you know those it's like. You know, I, people want to know you kind of more personally and just like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, here. You like rap? I didn't know you liked rap. I mean, they obviously know that, but um, it's always good to get like your perspective and your ideas on things or opinions even. Just exactly, because, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and this, that's this, like mm-hmm. – on social media, it's definitely the best when you can uh, relate to the people you know about them, uh, stuff like that for sure. Yeah, especially when you have your own type of experience and someone else is going through a similar, not necessarily mm-hmm. the same, but a, a similar kind of experience and they're kind of uh, either lost or kind of looking for someone to help them. Exactly, yeah. They want to be able to relate to your story for sure. And is it is it hard for you to share your story or is it just something you don't like to look back on? Uh, yeah, it's it's hard for me because it's something I don't like to look back on. Um, when I, like, it took me a while. I started my Instagram like May of last year. I didn't start sharing my transformation at all for uh, a good six months. Um, I, I didn't, I just left that past behind me. I thought I was never going to share it on Instagram. I was just going to share my, Insta- uh, my, my like fitness journey from that point. Um, but when I, I honestly don't remember when I decided I was going to just put it out there, but I remember how scary it was for me when the first time I ever posted a transformation, I didn't know how people were going to react. I didn't know. uh, Most people didn't know what I was going through. I'm a very, very quiet person about these things. And I honestly haven't, like most people, I haven't even talked to in person about it. They just obviously know about it from my social media now. But uh, yeah, it's it's still hard for me to talk about it for sure. I'm definitely learning to open up and learning to talk to people more about it. But uh, definitely it was it was hard for me at the start. It's easier to share it on social media, though, than it is to talk about it in person. Yeah, because it gives you like this kind of, I don't know what, what it is, but it's this feeling that uh, like it's like, oh, that's an, a weird topic to talk about or like you just don't want to bring mm-hmm. it up because you left it, you know? Exactly. Um, I kind of I, – I wanted to move on from it, but uh, – I think the best way to move on from it is to share your story and like, and just like put it, like, it's not, it's not a part of me anymore, but it's still something that did happen to me. And I'm still going to talk about it, even though it's not happening to me right now. And was it, was it fear? Was it anxiety? What what, nervousness? What was the, um, it was, it was definitely, I was just nervous of, of seeing the people that I know in person. I wasn't even, I wasn't scared of putting it out online. I knew the people that didn't know me, like, would it matter if I had an eating disorder or not? No. Uh, but the people in person, I didn't, I didn't see, I didn't think that people knew that what I had gone through, even though it was very, very obvious what I was going through. And they definitely, everyone who saw me in person would have known that something was going on, even though they didn't know exactly what was going on. Uh, but I was very scared to put it out there and then face the people and friends and stuff uh, in person after I put that out there for sure. I didn't know what they were going to think of my story. I didn't know if they were going to support it, stuff like that. Yeah, because it's such more, it's much more personal when you're talking to friends and family. Or, it is, yeah. And, and especially because I've, I was quiet about it for so long, uh, just, just going out there and putting it out on social media, I didn't know how people were going to react if I... But I didn't talk to them about it in person uh, before I just put it out there for everyone to see. Yeah, it's so much easier on social media because, I mean, you're not getting that person-to-person feeling, but but you're just getting comments and kind of like... Exactly, yeah. It's kind of... Uh, yeah, and I find people on social media, uh, they're, they're... if Like, most people are very positive on social media. So I knew that I was going to attract people who would comment on my uh, posts, uh, positive things... Uh, how I was going to help them and stuff. But in person, 
I didn't I didn't think that was going to happen. I knew that people are definitely definitely more real in person. So I wasn't sure how people who haven't gone through anything that I've gone through, I wasn't sure if they were going to understand it or uh, what they were going to think of it. Yeah, especially if it's friends, because it's just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to disappoint them or like, you know, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you don't want you don't want them. You really don't want criticism because you're you're afraid of like, you know, them just saying, oh, mm-hmm. wow, you're a terrible person or whatever they may exactly. say. Um, and people treat me differently. I just I just don't want people to treat me differently uh, for what I've what I've gone through, um, which they don't now. But for a while, they definitely did. They. They treated me differently. They were careful about what they talked to with me, uh, stuff like that. So I was, just, I just didn't want to be treated differently. I didn't want to be seen differently. Uh, so putting that out there, I was just scared that people were gonna gonna react and just treat me differently than what they were before, for sure. Yeah, because you know you don't want just because you've been through something, you don't want people to either lower your standard or change mm-hmm. the way they look at you because exactly. oh. You know, I and I really believe there's not really a topic you should not talk about. I mean, there's things that are bad to say and whatever, but I think I think opening a discussion on any type of topic is is very positive because you're opening the door, and when you exactly. open the door, uh, you can get a much greater idea of where you are and who you are. I mm-hmm. guess, yeah, exactly. And you're never the only one going through it, so putting it out there you're always going to have somebody that relates to it as well yeah and do you like i mean did it did it did when you did tell people eventually or if you haven't um well why is that uh so honestly i haven't told i haven't actually talked to many people in person about it uh so most people find out more and more just through my social media as i continue to keep opening up about it uh, but honestly, it was just, it was just fear of talking to people, uh, trusting people with my story, uh, stuff like that. I just, like, it's a very personal thing. It was not a great time. So it's just something I don't like to open up to people about. And if I'm going to, it definitely has to be something, somebody that I trust a lot, uh, somebody that I know will understand. So it's easier to open up to people that I know have gone through something, uh, similar or the exact same thing. Uh, so I know they understand what, what it's like to go through it, what it's like to go through recovery. Um, but opening it up to somebody who doesn't understand is very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. But that's why I always think that, you know, make, uh, you know, kind of showing and having people try to understand is always important because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't understand. I, I honestly don't. Uh, and, and it's interesting to me because I, you know, when you don't, know why someone would go through that and you know I, i'm i honestly always just you know say like i don't know like i i just don't know i can't comprehend what you've been through or what that is like i mean maybe i can you know just like if someone is you know overweight and you've never been overweight you can't really understand the whole process of losing weight and all that if you've been on the other side so mm-hmm. I think it's important to share that because whatever side you may be on, because it's, uh, it's, it's really your experience and what has happened kind of needs to be told. Cause if you never tell anyone, other people are just going to struggle through it as well. Exactly. Because, uh, that's how most people get into it in the first place. They don't understand, uh, what it's like, especially because it's, they see it on social media and it looks like a fantastic thing. Uh, they think they're going to do it for a short period of time and quickly it spirals into something disastrous. So, um, yeah, like I think it's something that uh, more people putting out their story, more people sharing the real parts of it and how terrible it really is uh, for you will definitely help a lot of people not start it. Try and uh, go into fitness with a healthier mindset, do, uh, like approach it in a healthy way instead of just going straight into something that's that that could end very very badly and are, are you ever afraid of going back or is that something that you know that's not going to happen um at this point uh it's something i'm i'm pretty sure is not going to happen just because of like honestly social media is is the biggest thing putting myself out there every single day uh, if I'm getting leaner or something, I know I'm going to get messages about it. People are like, oh, you, you look like you lost weight. 
so if I, I know if, if I ever started going back into that, I know that so many people would notice right away. So I have so many people that expect, uh, expect me to be training the way I am, expect me to look the way I am. So if I went back to those, to those ways, I, I know a lot of people would uh, be concerned very, very fast. Uh, but before I had social media, uh, while I was recovering, there was tons of times where I thought I was going to it was, I was going to go back. It would have been very, very easy for me to go back. Uh, but with social media and how far I've gone right now and how happy I am with my training and my body right now, I don't think it's something I would go back to ever. Oh, because is it because there's accountability and like all that? Exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. Because like, that's what I feel like if you put something out there, um, people will tell you like why you mm-hmm. do this. And- exactly. Yeah. People notice, people pick up on things very very fast so uh, I know I'd get comments on it very quickly if I if I started doing that again yeah and um what happens when like you know you see someone who changes and you know becomes better and you know uh, and then goes back does that does that like you know hurt you or like kind of like you feel uh, how do you feel about that um, when I see anyone struggling with it, uh, it makes me very upset. I don't like seeing people go through it because I, kn- I know what it's like. Uh, nobody deserves anything like that. So whenever I see anyone, do, especially if, they're, if they were doing better and are going back to it, uh, it's not ever something I like to hear. I don't like seeing people go through it at all. So uh, if, they've, if they've been in recovery and they step back, uh, if I know them, I'll tr- I'll try my best to uh, give them the the advice I can. But some people, uh, like some people in their recovery, they will go back a couple times, and that's that's how they'll eventually get better. So honestly, everyone's journey is different. But if I see somebody going back, and I can do something about it, then I I definitely will. And what are like the you know big misconceptions of? people have about anorexia or any type of thing like that is there anything really that we kind of just don't understand because we're not in that situation uh that i think it's that people are doing it all for their looks uh people who don't understand like they just see anorexia as oh she she wants to lose weight she wants to get skinny uh but it's it's a lot more than that most people that struggle with it they come from from some past of another mental health issue and that that's the way they're coping with it is not eating. So somebody with anxiety, depression, something like that, they're coping with that by not eating. Uh, so I, it's, there's a huge background to eating disorders and it's never mm-hmm. just somebody trying to lose weight. It might've started that way. It might've started with somebody trying to diet, but it turns into a much more severe mental health problem and it control, it controls their lives. So uh, it's not just somebody trying to lose weight. It's not just a fad diet. It's it's much more. It's much more serious than that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was recently, I forget what the movie was called, but it was I watched it. It was very, <laughs> yes. very weird. I don't know because I, I I never imagined that that's how it was. You know, because you make your own kind of assumptions of things, mm-hmm. um, of how an experience is. You know. I mean, you can be on many different sides, but it's always interesting to see it and seeing it through a movie. It, it, I don't know if that's how it is because, you know, that's where people are going to reference things, especially if they, they've never been in your situation or, you know, anything like that. Um, exactly. I, I definitely I watched that documentary the day it came out uh, because there was so much controversy about it. Uh, and I think they I think they did an amazing job at showing showing the real parts of it. And uh, I think everyone should watch that movie. It helps. I've had people uh, watch it and then like who I know, and they didn't understand my story before they watched the movie. And now, now they understand Mm -hmm. more of what it was like, what I went through uh, and stuff like that. So I think more people watching that will, is definitely, definitely very good. Yes. uh, I think it was, what was it called? To the bone. bone, Yeah. To the bone. So um, it's on Netflix. I believe it's on Netflix. Uh, It is. Yeah. Okay, uh, well, go check that out because I think that that would give you kind of a more kind of a story-wise uh, an experience of how the – of course, there's different people and everyone has a different experience. But that's kind of a, a good summation of it, I guess. Sure. Um, yeah, it's I, an amazing it's, – it would be an amazing idea for anyone to watch it, yeah. Um, what's it? 
I mean, I mean, watching that, like, I couldn't imagine, you know, because I don't watch stuff that, like, I don't like, I mean, I like violence, but, like, violence, like, if it's something I went through, and I look at it, and I don't want to look at it ever again, you know? Like, is that... Yeah, no, it was very, very hard for me to watch. I went back and forth whether I was going to watch it or not, uh, but I, I went for it, and it was very hard for me to watch because... It was extremely relatable for me. All the things the characters were doing, I remember doing them. Uh, so it brought me back to a very, very hard place. Um, but it also made me realize how I, how much I didn't want to go back there. So it's good for anyone who has struggled or is struggling right now. And uh, it shows you, it, it makes you realize how, how tough it was, makes you think back to what you were going through and how much you don't want to go back there. Um, and then for anyone not struggling, it shows you why you don't want to ever uh, experience that. So I think it's it's very good that they put that out there. And, um, of course, once you get better and better, um, whether you're losing weight or gaining weight or, you know, um, I feel like there's always a, a big, you know, like you have to be this, you have to look like that, you have to look like this. Um, I always say there's a good range of where to be. Um, um, you know, you don't have to be the shredded or whatever, you know, you see on Instagram. You can exactly. be a little le- less leaner or, you know, there's a good mm-hmm. kind of area to stay in. The only there problem is, yeah. I have is when it's kind of like detrimental to your health. I mean, you know, you can, I mean, overweight, being overweight is it can be a real struggle just like anorexia i mean it's it, it but you know exactly it's both sides are are not good so and they both have their own health problems which exactly, i yeah. i always try to say um and you know it, especially when you have a person that's around you like uh i've had a, like i've never really thought about anorexia but I, it was always like you know huh she was struggling through that or like, uh, or he was struggling through that. I didn't even notice. Um, that's like a huge eye opening thing for me when I, I kind of started looking at eating disorders. Cause I did not know that was, a, uh, most people don't know it's a thing. Cause it's not as widely known because we have such a kind of, uh, you know, overweight problem, especially, uh, all over the world. And here in America, it's prominent. I think the most prominent. Um, so, I, I always like to see the other side of things. It's really interesting to get a different type of perspective. Exactly. And people going through stuff like that aren't, aren't usually the ones to be talking about it. And uh, they don't want to talk about what they're going through until, until they're recovered um, or never. Or they'll never talk about it. So uh, it's something you'll never know unless, unless somebody decides they want to open up to you about it. Mm-hmm. And is it like the – I mean like – is it surrounding yourself with the same type of people? Because I always feel like, you know, if you surround yourself with more people who are anorexic, you're more likely to be anorexic. Or is that is that just like uh, not, not, not a thing? Uh, that's definitely – that definitely is uh, something that could affect you. So uh, if you have a bunch of people around you who are, are partaking in that, uh, especially if you're struggling with an eating disorder, it's very, very easy to try and encourage other people to do it. Uh, other people will see your results and – if they don't understand the unhealthy things you're doing to get those results, uh, they'll do whatever you're doing to look like to look like you. So if you have friends that are that are doing it, it's very very easy to copy them and try to try to look like them, try to exercise like them, stuff like that, and you'll fall into the exact same trap they are. So being surrounded by people that are struggling with it uh, when you're going through it is not great. But I found that when I was recovering, uh, having friends that not even eating disorders, just having friends that have gone through mental health uh, problems, people that I that I could trust, I knew would understand my story. I knew would know what to what to say to me when I was when I was struggling during recovery. Um, that really really helped me. So while you're struggling, it's not fantastic, but when you're trying to recover, uh, having people to talk to that really understand it makes a huge difference. Yeah, and I think talking is a huge thing because you know. I feel like most people keep it inside or, you know, just don't, yeah, sh- yeah. don't share what they're going through. And, you know, the, the, the honest truth is we're not mind readers. 
um, especially anyone who's a human being, doesn't. We can't just figure, hey, you have a problem. Um, most of the time, um, I mean, of course we can see it at certain points, but uh, we're so oblivious to things that we just don't yes. focus on it. And people don't know how to react to it. Even if, uh, even if you do know that somebody or you think that somebody is going through something, most people don't know how to react to it. They don't know how to help them. Uh, so they, they just let it be, um, which might, it might be good. Maybe leaving them alone will help them and they don't want to talk about it, but most people will want to open up to them about it. So going up to somebody, if you know your friend or family member or something is struggling with something, going up to them and being like, Hey, like I've, I've noticed that you blank, like you have been struggling, um, like, I'm here if you want, just saying I'm here if you want to talk or whatever. And then they know that they can come to you when they want to is great. Um, don't force anyone to talk about it because there is a point where you don't want, you, you might not want to talk about it and that might not help you, but just letting people know that you are there for them. And if they do want to talk to you about it, uh, is a great idea just so they know they're not alone. Mm-hmm. And is it why why is it so difficult to talk about it is it because they're afraid of uh, being judged is that the most kind of th- I think I think this varies for everyone but I think every most people it is about being judged and they know that people just won't understand and they I think most people when you're at, when you're at that stage you want to hide it because you know that if people did find out about it you might be forced to recover and people are so scared of gaining weight. They're so scared of getting out of this unhealthy routine they've been doing every single day. Uh, so they're scared that if other people find out, then they're going to be forced to recover. And that's not something that somebody with an eating disorder wants to do. That's the last thing they want to think of is putting back on the weight they think they've successfully lost. So having other people find out about it is is not a good idea when you're, when you're trying to keep up with uh, the habits that you have been yeah, that's that's something I always try to look at. Um, of course, there's it's. I mean, like, there's no single answer for one person. I don't think I know enough, or even anybody knows everything. You know, it's hard to say what, what, how to approach that. I mean, it's very difficult to approach someone and say, "Hey," because you know, I'm more of a force forceful person. Like, you know, mm-hmm. if you're kind of doing something wrong, like I know when to stay away, though, because you know. If you get angry at me, then I know that you're struggling and you have you have your own issues and you kind of want to deal with them on your own. Exactly. But I always want to try to stay in the shadow and just like look. Yeah. Whenever sure. something bad mm-hmm. happens, you know, I want to be there for that person. You want to be able to step in, yeah. yeah. And uh, when something's bad is happening and you've mentioned to them that you're you're there for them, they're very likely to come up to you and ask and ask for help at that point. Uh, it might like when you go up to them and try and talk to them for the first time. It might not be the right time. They don't. They might not want to talk to you at that at that moment. But eventually they will, and eventually they will be ready to talk to you. So uh, just just showing them that you are there to support them when they're ready is a great idea. I think everyone who's struggling needs somebody that they can talk to. Yeah, and I think humor is a, or you know comedy or anything like that. Like. If you can make someone laugh, that's always like an uh, uplifting thing or kind of, For sure. you know. Making sure that they they understand that you're not seeing them as their illness and that you're still this, you still treat them the same way as before. Uh, if you have a best friend who you used to laugh and you used to have so much fun, but uh, you're, you've been blocking them out or whatever because that's that's what happens when you sort of you start blocking everyone out. Uh, if, if you can go up to your, your friend and still make them laugh and just remind them about what, what, what used to happen, like what your relationship used to be, uh, they'll, they'll want to go back to that and they'll understand uh, that, you, that you aren't seeing them, you aren't treating them differently because of what they're going through right now. Uh, they don't want to be treated differently, uh, even though they will be treating everyone else differently. Yeah, and um, what, what is it like being treated differently? Like in what ways? Because... I, you know, that's kind of a hard thing. Never- um, people, I think most people, the, the biggest thing is they get scared of people with eating disorders. Uh, they see you losing weight. They see the unhealthy things you're doing and they don't want to talk to you. So, uh, like I, I lost so many people during that time, uh, from people who, who just didn't want to deal with it, who didn't want to, uh, help me recover, didn't want to be part of that. 
So um, I think that's the biggest thing is people are scared to talk to people with mental health issues. Oh, well, yeah, I could. Yeah, I see that. That's a, that I think is a huge problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. People for, don't know how to deal with it. So they just they, they try and stay away. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I'm a person who runs towards danger rather than runs from it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are very afraid uh, of bringing up topics that are sensitive, I guess, you know, because it's, uh, you know, you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Exactly. Um, yeah. And when you hurt someone's feelings, you know, it gives you that bad feeling, mm-hmm. you know, butterflies yeah. in your stomach. Um, but I, I, I think it's really important and we need to bring up that every once in a while. I mean, it's really a part of everyone's life. I mean, it, it, it's, you know, I, you know, we all have issues. Um, and whether you call it mental issues or, you know, physical problems or this and that, um, I think it's important to discuss them, uh, honestly and just share your thoughts. Yeah. And I think, uh, it has been getting easier and more, more popular, uh, for people to talk about it. So I think we definitely are making progress uh, in terms of it being acceptable to talk about it and stuff like that. So that's I think that's really important, and that's been a big turning point recently uh, because a couple of years ago when I was going through it, nobody would talk about it on social media. Nobody would talk about it in school, nothing like that. It was not It was not a topic that you would just openly talk about. So I think it's really great that it's becoming something that is acceptable to talk about and people are willing to listen and they're interested in finding more about it mm-hmm. and it's 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 so fascinating because we don't like i think there's a you know of course a large majority that just doesn't want to talk about it but there's just a large majority just like anything we just don't know we didn't yeah you don't understand right yeah That's exactly it yeah. yeah how how are you supposed to know what topic if you never heard about it um, exactly. That's, yeah. exactly. And then when someone brings it up, you're like, "What is that?" I, you know. Mm-hmm. The first time I heard about bulimia, I had no idea what that was. I was exactly. I, I was yeah. so confused. I was like, "Wait, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Is that is that what you do?" And then you know, uh, you know, then it gets down to the rabbit because there's so many different types of issues with that, um, and there's not one singular. I mean, there's some that are similar, but everyone has like a different kind of thing. Exactly. Everyone's situation is, is slightly different. Well, Mackenzie, it was wonderful talking to you. I mean, I could go on for four hours, um, <laughs> but I don't want to, uh, you know, take up all your time. Um, maybe next time we, cause I, I have more questions and stuff, but it, for it's sure. I'd, I'd love to come back on for sure. Well, um, I'll put, uh, Mackenzie's Instagram in the description and y'all can check it out. Um, the story is very, very uh, near, dear to my heart. I don't know. I, I've, I've recently just, you know, eating disorders are uh, a fascination. I don't know what to call it. I mean, it's very weird to call it a fascination, but um, it's something that I think is important and should be talked about more. Uh, and, you know, well, we'll see. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, and uh, have a nice day. Thank you for having me.